excuse me. Um, did you mention on Beyond the Ink right. uh, that you were affiliated with three A's? And to be honest with you, I was bounced around. Oh, hey, look, it's an alarm. And so, um, well, that was shitty. He's not a bastard. I'm his father. You know, people are like, oh my god, are you guys edited? Come here, Mr. Crab. Oh, what the fuck? Who needs it? Who wants it? What's a little hobbits of filthy hobbits? Beyond the Ink. Here we go. Hey, guys and gals. Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Ink. Today, my guest is a really good friend of mine. Say hello to Mike. Mike, say hello to the everyone. Hello, hello. <laughs> Um, first and foremost, I want to thank Jonatello from MS and actually from Rogue 66. That was the actual music that you heard us playing. Um, he developed the intro and the exit and kind of like his tracks are amazing. Go check him out. Rogue 66. Um, he's got stuff on YouTube. You can find him on MS Tattoo. Um, MS right here. Money Never Sleeps. Follow the movement. Pass the torch, it's good stuff. So today, um, we've got some pretty cool stuff going on because you're one of the clients that had said, I only want one tattoo. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just one. That's how it goes. That's it, only one. And now we've got like two half sleeves going on. So you've got half sleeve we're working on today is some trees and some fillers and I'm gonna put a little creepy little girl um, I kind of drew her out a little freehand. I don't know if you can see that, but whatever. Um, so we're going to work on that and we're going to talk about all kinds of crazy shit, you know? Um, it's got this other one here that we started. Oops. It is a raven with its beak tied up and some mountains and some a tree and some, some foliage some foliage <laughs> so i mean there's a lot to it we'll get into all that but without further ado welcome to the episode and uh let's take a trip so mr Saruti. <laughs> yep yep got you back in the chair again this is this is uh how many how many times <laughs> this is uh ooh, it's got to be four or five now yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I think so. I think it's been about four or five uh, sessions of just torture, torture, yeah. and wanting to add on. And again, you know, yeah. somebody who didn't want a tattoo or wanted one tattoo. Right. That was it. It was yeah. like one tattoo. Cool. And then four sessions later, <laughs> the ideas get flowing. The the ideas were just there. They were like. They were like, cool, let's, uh, let's rock and roll, you know? Right. So, um, give me a little background, buddy. Like, what do you do? What's but, your... uh, yeah, um, not a lot, actually. <laughs> Bullshit, dude. Okay. <laughs> let's just not let this gentleman fool you, man. He, he restores mm. old cars. I mean, he do a lot of shit. You do a lot of shit, dude. <laughs> You're very modest for the amount of stuff that you do but, uh, or get into, you know? Yeah, no, I, uh. I kind of keep to myself, but I've been in the uh, automotive automotive world for many, many years. Um, grew up with it, and uh, I've always been into cars, and that's my profession. Um, work in an auto repair shop, and uh, 
Can we say who you work for? Or is that like legal? Yeah, yeah, we can. There's three A's involved. Three A's involved, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. We won't get like too hardcore into the, yeah, uh, we're like the ethics and the HR details. Yeah, HR is going to call you up and say, Excuse me, um, did you mention on Beyond the Ink right. uh, that you were affiliated with three A's? Right. <laughs> the profanity. The profanity, the all, the all. <laughs> In general, fuckery. The like, ball donut, donut ball. The ball, <laughs> the ball, the ball donuts is, that's one hell of a story. You yeah. You have, have to talk about that one too. Yeah. Uh, so you've been working for that company <laughs> for how they, long? They who should not be named. They, uh, yeah. Uh, it's been, uh, it's actually been 10 years next year. So Damn. it's been a long haul. And then prior to that, I worked for my parents um, all through high school and uh, they owned and operated their own shop for many years. So oh, nice. kind of picking up a lot of information and a Still lot of- Still in the family, the, the shop? Or? No, they, uh, they uh, closed up um, years ago. Oh, okay. Probably like, I don't know, eight, nine years ago. Um, my dad had a kind of a messy divorce with my stepmom and shit just kind of unraveled, but. Uh, shit was just downhill from there. Yeah, yep, yep. It's that's never a good situation. No, that sucks. But um, yeah, so just kind of working and. Um, yeah, I like the whole car thing, as you know, the gun stuff. Um, yes, we're very avid to a uh, <laughs> supporters of right, the old right. Second Amendment and uh, shooting and shooting, gun collecting and all sorts of shenanigans. Allegedly, allegedly, Col- gun collections really small. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, depends on who's asking. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, speaking of shooting and fun stuff because you know living here in arizona it's like the wild west it is the wild west you can carry open carry yeah concealed carry you know like it's cool i love it you know did you ever notice that there's not a lot of not that i'm like a gun-toting crazy man but you ever notice there's not a lot of shootings here unless it's like police versus some yeah. crazy dude there's not a lot of like mass shootings correct there's not a lot of like random violence like that it's always like one guy versus the police yeah or yeah. somebody who's just being a jackass and yeah cops shoot him and then they're like oh my god why'd you get shot i don't know because you're committing a fucking crime right, right. um <laughs> like you just don't commit crimes that's that's <laughs> probably a good thing so <laughs> yeah i i totally get it out here and and a lot of people they always disagree with me because i'm originally from california oh okay yeah that's so right. you get a lot of yeah. You know, for, excuse my French, libtards who, you know, will talk about, um, oh, it's the guns, the guns, the guns. And I'm, and I actually got into it. I think I was telling you about this. I got into it with this one girl, like just a heated conversation about how guns are this and guns are that, blah, 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 blah. And we're arguing, she's arguing with me about how being a gun owner is, just not cool right she's like oh it's so not cool don't you aren't you aware of like all the deaths and everything that the guns create and blah blah blah. and i said well right you know kind of hold still for a minute because guns aren't just for my protection or my family's protection it's also for the bystander that's running for cover yeah exactly duh yeah you're you're a 
you're a, a legal, responsible gun owner. Yeah. You know, I'm not just going to let tons of other people get shot. It's going to be, you know, some, yeah. if you if you choose to engage some in defense. Some, yeah. yeah, some defensive tactical. I'm just twist your arm for just a second. Um, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> some people are just, I, I, I don't know, some people are weirded out by guns and some people don't care. Yeah. And it's all, I guess, kind of how you're raised and what your policies are and stuff. But mm-hmm. So are you always raised with guns? No, that's the weird thing though. Is like my dad had a couple of like revolvers. I remember as a kid, like they weren't like laying around on the floor or anything. But I, yeah. I knew he, I knew he had them. Yeah. And uh, I, we never went shooting. Maybe like one time. Oh wow. Um, he wasn't like big into it or modifying them. And um, but when I was a teenager, I remember buying some rifles when I was eighteen, and I could legally buy them. And uh, I just took off from there. And I've always been into like taking shit apart and putting it back together and modifying and all that crap. Yeah. And, um, my brother was into that too, but it was more meth driven. So yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding, but yeah. Well, but uh, I remember <laughs> buying like some like SKSs when they were like really dirt, oh, yeah. dirt cheap back in the, you know, in the late nineties. Yeah. yeah. It was like, Oh, SKS dude, you need an SKS. I'm right. Like, Why? But, you could, you could go down to like Big Five and buy like a rifle from like <laughs> three hundred bucks or whatever. Speaking of that, did you hear about that giant uh, gun sale they had out in Tempe? It was on the news. I did not. It was like the guy sold out like all his stuff just to just to do it. Yeah, just to kind of cause a ruckus, I guess. But uh, what? It was like really cheap. Did not. See how far I would have been there. Yeah. So right. allegedly. Right. Um, <laughs> that's crazy. No, I, I did not hear about that. If. So. Thanks for telling me. Yeah, that's a dollar late and a day short. Good on, or the, yeah, good on the yeah, day late and a dollar short. Yeah, <laughs> good looking out there, pal. Something like that, right? <laughs> that's funny. But uh, yeah, so I don't know. It's just always been uh, something I've been doing, and it's not like I'm a rebel. Like I don't, I don't do drugs. I've never been drunk. I don't, that's I don't me. fuck with anybody. Yeah. Um, but it's like the fact that it's like if you have the ability to have it, and this is gonna sound like totally like hillbilly, like oh my guns, you know. Damn again. Yeah. But like if you have the ability to buy it and have it and enjoy it, and it's kind of like taboo. Yeah. It's like all the more like. All the more reason to have it. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, you were told no. Right. So. Right. They're like, oh, we're frowning upon these rocket launchers, and you're like, well, I. But <laughs> I really want. I might go get one tomorrow. Yeah. I may get a rocket launcher. But. And I like shooting, I, you know, shooting at like Ben Avery and target shooting yeah. and stuff. And I got a lot of friends and coworkers that are into it. So Ben Avery's cool though. Everybody says, oh, I hate Ben Avery. Da, 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 da. They're so strict. I'm like, yeah, they're, are they though? It depends on who you get. I mean, there's a lot of like the line guys that are like the ex-military guys and they're retired and they don't want to deal with anyone's bullshit. Yeah, and yeah. I totally get that. Yeah. And then there's just a lot of weirdos there. But uh, it's hot as hell there though. Well, go in the summertime. Yeah, if you go in the summertime and... There's a ton of, I just, you know, I just take my Gatorade or, right. or your peach schnapps yeah. and your, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he just going and in your, shooting yeah. drunk, plinking, right. there was like, which one's your target? I don't know, which one's your target? No. Uh, <laughs> the dude's like, not my truck that you just shot at. Dude, you just shot my fucking truck. No, uh, I like to go out in the desert too and like hang like a steel <laughs> plate and shoot it. Yeah, hang a steel plate. Or maybe some Tannerite. Some Tannerite, yeah. Yeah, so you have a funny story about some Tannerite, <laughs> if, I, if I do recall. I do, I do. That was a bad deal. So, 
Let's uh, inform some of the listeners about you know tannerite. Tannerite is a very um, yeah, it's it's a it's a substance. I'm not really yeah. going to go into detail. I think oh, it's like it's aluminum. Yeah, stuff, yeah. Substance. It's a couple of powders that you would mix together, and it's totally legal. They yeah. sell it at you know sporting stores. And, yeah. But you mix these two powders together, and you can shoot it, and it explodes. You have to shoot it with like a high velocity rifle. Mm-hmm. And I was um, shooting some, as I've done before with some friends. And this time I was like out there alone. This is out in the desert. Yeah. Um, where you could legally shoot. You can. You can pull off the side of the road. Right. Go plink around. Out in the middle of nowhere. And people go shooting out there, and unfortunately they litter and leave trash and shit all over the desert, which is not cool. Which is not cool indeed. Pick up your shit. I know. (laughs) But, um, so I was shooting the stand right, and uh, there was this box out in the desert of like a flat screen box. Because this was after like Black Friday, I think, I don't know. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, so I put this tannerite you know, container on the box to shoot at it, and I shot it, and it exploded, and what do you do? <laughs> and uh, I'm, like, up at my truck quite a ways away. I shot it with, like, a 308. Yeah. And, uh, That's a pretty nice round. A few minutes goes by, and then I realize, like, the box is on fire. <laughs> and, uh, which I had never been, like, so scared in my life because... This is out in the desert. There's, like, brush everywhere. And, like, the first thing I think is, like, oh, fuck, I'm going to be on the news for, like, burning down half the desert. Half of close to. Right. (laughs) So I'm, like, running down there, like, kicking dirt on it and trying to put it out. And (laughs) running back to my truck and grabbing, like, the two ounces of fucking Mountain Dew I had on me to, like, dump on the fire. (laughs) And uh, Drink it! Yeah, I got it. I got it out, and uh, I took off like immediately. Before any of the smoke started <laughs> yeah. to like billow up. And right, I got the hell out of there. I made sure it was out, but yeah, my heart was racing. I was just piss on it. Burn yeah, it. I wasn't thinking at the time, and I was <laughs> under so much stress from the fire and the forest burning down. That not the forest, but the desert. But the desert. I don't think I would have been able to like perform muster up some pee <laughs> produce some uh, urine stage fright man i couldn't right. help myself yeah that's that would be that would be pretty funny but it's because you're so pretty oh wait no that's a different yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a different i couldn't uh, perform right what? yeah that's yeah. a different scenario a whole different scenario yeah. right there uh yeah so um, so what happened you just kind of like did it um yeah i just didn't catch much like, huh it was it was a it was a good chunk of cardboard that was burning, but I uh, got to put it out. And so that tannerite shit is not supposed to be like a fireball. It's supposed to be like a impact explosion. Like it, yeah. it shouldn't produce flame, but I guess the heat from it caught the cardboard on fire, which you know lear- lesson learned. So. Lesson learned. Always make sure you bring a fire extinguisher. Right. Or, or you gotta piss. Right. <laughs> Giant, in general giant yeah. cup of mountain dew giant yeah uh go to uh circle k or or right what's that one uh 7-eleven not 7-eleven what's the quick other trip? one yeah quick trip quick qt trip. there you go um the first time i heard someone say qt i thought they were saying like like, like hey do you want something cute from and i didn't hear from right do you want something from qt i heard do you want something qt and it was like and a I thought, old dude or something. Why are you calling me cute? But it's, yeah, it's Quick Trip. It's right. um, QT. So, yeah, pretty yeah. fucking funny. Anyway, so you have, uh, you're an avid shooter, as am I. We like to yeah. shoot, some, shoot some stuff, you know. Um, 
Should we talk about how we met? How you hit I on I think so. You yeah, hit, we, we you hit <laughs> you hit on me in the bar that one night. <laughs> we like that one time. No, I'm just kidding. But, no, no, no. Yeah, everybody's like Matt in a bar. Right. That's funny. Um, you complimented my uh, slacks. I was like, hey, nice slacks. <laughs> <laughs> These are this 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 is what happens in the tattoo shop. Right. Um, no, listen. So you came in to the shop of which I don't speak of anymore. Right. And um, you just wanted that one tattoo. You know, you were just, you were like, hey. Yeah, it was uh, something that I'd been thinking about for many, many years, and yep. I wanted to do it. And You know, you, I have never had any tattoos other than what you have done, and you've done them in kind of a short, I've done a lot in a short amount of time, I you feel have. like. That's true. You compared you really to the, have. the normal person, I think. Yeah. And, uh, but why are you normal? That's true. You know? But like you walk into a tattoo studio or you walk into a parlor or whatever you want to call it and mm -hmm. being not familiar with that um, profession and yeah. that, I don't want to say lifestyle because I don't think it's that. It's well, a, it is a lifestyle. It, it, there is definitely... Um, you're not like familiar with the ambiance of that, you know, yeah. scene or whatever you want to call it. Ethics. Yeah. And it's just like you pick up on all these little things that... Yeah. You're like, ah, you know, maybe I'll try another place or, you know, you get a bad vibe or you're not yeah. comfortable or the artwork is not, you know, appealing when you look through someone's, you know, binder or whatever yeah, the case may be. Yeah. And uh, with you, it's just been like a very comfortable, like you've made a very comfortable type of thing. You're, because I use hustle butter. You're, very comfortable. Yeah. You're, <laughs> you're easy on the eyes. Easy you know? on the eyes. It's, it's my long flowing hair and boyish right. good looks is what it, right. what it is. No. But, uh, so yeah, that's been an easy process. Yeah. To uh, keep on coming back and, you know, continuing to get to the artwork done. Let me stab you for a couple right. hours. As, yeah. You know, some of the most tender spots and you're just like, fuck. I'm actually but. just super into you shaving me. Yeah, so that's what it does too. I'm 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 good at shaving. So right. uh, yeah, despite what others may think. No, I'm kidding. Right. Um, but no, it's uh, it's been a good, it's been a good experience, and uh, I'm always saying that, dude. You gotta vibe with your client, and your client has to vibe with you. Right. And I may not be the tattoo artist for everyone, you know. Um, but for my clientele that I do have, you know, I, I gotta say it, I have the best clients in the world. Um, and the fact that, you know, I sit down and we talk and we, we yeah. go through like, what do you want? Like, I wanna right. know what's your thought process? What were you doing? You know, like, right. and that's, I think that's crucial. I think that's very important. Again, don't like the the whole. Let me shoot you down on your whole idea. Do it right, my way because right, it's right, my right. ego. No, um, no, and there's and there's no like judgment. There's no criticism. Yeah. There's no negativity. There's no. It's like, and you're asking me things while I'm thinking them. You're asking me like that same thing, and it's yeah. like, oh man, this guy's like Dude, knows his shit. You know, fuck out of my head, bro. <laughs> right. And, uh, you know, you go to places and they're like, yeah, come on, you know, sit down, we'll do it right now type yeah, of thing. Yeah, come on, 50 bucks right now. Right. It's like a, Wait, what? <laughs> that I? was a different shop that, that I went to. a whole different experience we don't talk about. That today. was behind uh, Walmart. <laughs> that was the, uh, yeah, we don't talk about that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's been a good, uh, it's been a good thing. 
Good ride. Yeah. Wait. Huh? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I put a lot of thought and uh, idea into this you know, first one that you did. And so what what was your thought process on that? Um, it was something that I just was wanting to kind of. It's such a long story. It's something that I wanted to kind of like put into a tattoo, something permanent that if you look at it, you know, you really wouldn't get a lot out of it. Yeah. Uh, looking at it from, you know, someone else's perspective, like, oh, okay, you know, that's cool, I guess. It's a raven with bindings on the, on the beak. Yeah, but, um, you know, for me, it has a lot of meaning and a couple of different levels and like the... The lacrimosa phase, or not phase, the uh, phrase, I should say. Yeah. Um, and the saying on it and everything. And Where does that originate from? Um, it's Latin for weeping. Latin for weeping. Yeah, and it's also a, uh, I don't want to say song, it's a, um, uh, Mozart did a, I guess, I guess you could just call it a song. Uh, after that, it's really beautiful. I've always loved it. I've listened to it all my life. And it's also a hymn, and it's um, also part of a Catholic Mass. Um, so there's a lot of meanings to a lot of different people and a lot of different religions. And I'm not a religious person, but the terminology and, and the rough translation of it um, kind of hits home for me. So that's why it's on there. And, yeah. Um, you know, you go through things in life, and you try to... Uh, put them into writing or whether it's a tattoo or your own art or expression or whatever and um, that's what a lot of that is about <laughs> so is this like a painful time in your in your life is that the whole you know it's uh, it was just a, or a, a learning time like something you turned into it wasn't really learning it was just a rough um, childhood that my brother and I went through you know we had a blended family yeah. Um, you know, my dad, who uh, married my stepmom, you know, my mom took off when I was a little kid. I was like, you know, three or four years old, and I just I never saw her again. And um, my stepmom was just not a, not a good person, unfortunately. And just a lot of, you know, stuff went on. And um, when you're in a blended family, sometimes it's not all you know, Brady Bunch type shit where you yeah. would think. Oh, I know that. And I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of people that would, can relate. I'm, I can only imagine, but, uh, yeah, I'm one of them. Right. Yeah. And, uh, so, you know, I went through a lot of shit with my brother and, uh, is this your older brother or younger brother? Uh, older brother. Yeah. So do you only have one brother? Or? I have. So my stepmom came with, uh, two kids, stepbrother and stepsister. Gotcha. And I, I haven't talked to them in years. Gotcha. Um, and then it was me and my brother and my dad, so kind of like three and three made six. Yeah. I talked to my brother all the time. He actually moved out to uh, Alabama. He's been out there for years. Nice. Alabama. Aren't you going to go visit him recently? Or yeah, I'm actually going to go see him for Thanksgiving, so it's oh, pretty nice. exciting. I haven't seen him in a few years, but talked to him quite a bit. Alabama. He's doing good. He's got a kid and got married out there, and he's doing great. Very cool. So... Um, but yeah, the whole like, you know, Raven with the bindings, it was just a lot of, uh, having to, in essence, you hold just, your tongue. Yeah. Yeah. Without going like, into great detail. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like a, you know, when you're a kid, 
growing up, your parents are the end all be all. Like that's the yeah. top of the chain. There's no yeah. nothing outside of that. And yeah. other you know, than cops. Yeah, and if cops and firefighters. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, if you're dealing with a problem and, and it's it's with your parents, like what are you gonna do? Like, where do you go? Right. Yeah. And you're just you feel like you're stuck and you feel like you can't say anything and Sometimes you're told not to say anything, and just yeah. a lot of different situations, and yeah. um, just shit like that. So I've been there, dude. You know, when you're finally an adult and you're on your own and you're doing your own thing, and you look back at that, and you're like, you know, part of you, you're you're somewhat bitter, somewhat angry, and somewhat happy and relieved. It's like, wow, I got through that, and I'm fucking doing great. And the other time, the other part of you is like. No, fuck those people. Yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little fucked up by that. <laughs> right, right, and yeah. uh, so you know, the tattooing for me was, I guess, I've always wanted to get a tattoo, but nothing has really. I hate to sound like a, like a Debbie Downer, but nothing's really been that important in my life to get tattooed onto me. Yeah. Like I don't have any kids. You know, I was married for a long time, and that fizzled out, and. Uh, I don't have a, you know, I don't have, I just don't have any important shit to like tattoo on me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so for something like that, it was something that I could really kind of like turn into, you know, the artwork and everything and, or, and have you assist me in that. You did a great job. Thanks. Um, and it was just kind of like a, like a closure for me because it's like, it's done, it's dealt with, like, it's a little bit of a reminder that people are shitty and not to get caught up in drama. Yeah. And uh, it's there's a lot of meaning behind it for me personally. But yeah, I mean, it's overall in general a badass tattoo. Nice. <laughs> I mean, I like it. I, I did. I didn't understand the meaning at first, but then when you started explaining to me, like what it was about. Yeah, you know, and, and I had the same thing. Not gonna lie, my parents divorced when I was a year old, and I was told so many different stories about whose fault it was, and right. you know, and and um, my stepmom was cool as hell. I love her to death. I mean, honestly, she is she's amazing. You know, um, she's been there for me for like God, so many different things and different times. You know, my dad, my dad had a you know, we're, we're really close now, but growing up, it was very hard. Yeah. You know? And so, we didn't, he didn't, he, we didn't understand each other. I think that's what it was. And he's not a very, he's not someone that can communicate very well with you. Right. Like, right. well, in the past. Because now, now he's, you know, like I say, he's a great guy. Um, and, um, you know, you just... But before, you got like three seconds to pretty much tell your story. You know, like, before, hey, yeah. I got, uh, and if you stumble on it, he got so frustrated and pissed off that you always ended up like fighting. <laughs> right. You know? My dad was the same way. I mean, he worked mega hours. You know, we saw him at night. He had a really good work ethic. I mean, he, he built a really successful business. Mm -hmm. And part of you when you're a young kid and you're dealing with a stepmom or step sibling or whatever situation you have yeah. going on that's shitty it's like you don't want to bother him in the short time that you have with him by causing more 
problems. Yeah. Yeah, you look at it like, oh, you know, I'm just going to live with it because... I'm just going to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah, and then the other thing is, like, you know, you don't see him long enough to really explain what is going on, and then sooner than later, it's like two, three, four years slide by. Yeah. And what is going on is like a staple in your life, and I just, it took me a long time to... You know when you're when you're young and like you know like my mom took off my stepmom was horrible my dad you know you I explained the whole situation with my dad he kind of burned me and yeah my wife and I split up and it, it makes you feel like God I'm a piece of garbage like I'm like, I'm trash like nobody wants me you know I'm just throwing out left and right yeah and then it took me a long time to realize like you know when you feel like that you're not garbage it's just those people are all fucked up or they're looking for something else or they're just not in the right frame of mind yeah and uh it's it takes a long time to kind of realize it and to get to that point oh it does it does there's a lot of things i talk about or you know a lot of the cool thing about when i'm tattooing is you know we we talk about everything (laughs) we talk about everything under the sun you know yeah and uh and i love that which is why you know again beyond the ink here we go. Total side thing here. Um, Sidebar. Yeah. I saw this meme, and it was uh, it was about 9-11. You know, and they were just like, never forget, never forget. Like, on Instagram, Facebook, yeah. everything was never forget, never forget, never forget, you know? And then underneath it said, how quickly we forgot. And yeah. all the cops being spit on and thrown out, you know, and just yeah. like, yeah. all kinds of stuff. So it was just, it was just pretty pretty shitty for uh, for people to see or to say how quickly you forgot you know yeah. <laughs> about and that's especially with like the police thing I mean they're it's I mean you can have one bad apple and it just oh, ruins yeah. the whole bunch as as in the eyes of just you know citizens and just the general public yeah and uh, that sucks but I support police officers I tattoo oh, a you. lot of them uh, it's a hard job Oh, yeah, I can't at, even imagine. Yeah, at one point in my life, I wanted to become a police officer until I had to go through background. Yeah. And they said, wow, like, your brothers are kind of assholes, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, uh, yeah. But, you know, in and out of prison and, again, all that good stuff that I won't get into because, you know. I, I can't imagine know. being a cop, being a police officer like that. Oh, nowadays? Oh, yeah. No. I mean, you have to be, I, my, I take my hat off to those guys just dealing with every... I don't want to sound like a dick, but just dealing with every scumbag, fucking tweaker, like... Oh, yeah. Eh, for what, you know? I mean, you're... Eh, it's just... I They do an incredible job. I mean, I, I can't even imagine. I agree. And you really got to put your life on the line, you know? It's like you, you hear these horror stories where you just pull some meth head over and they shoot at you, and it's like... Well, yeah. I always said, you know, joining the police force, you know, and... And being a cop is like joining one of the biggest gangs ever. Right. Because when you join a gang, you automatically have enemies. You automatically have people that want to kill you, want to do this. I mean, joining a, being a police officer, you've got like yeah. all kinds of people that are just, that are, are like, fuck you, you know? Right. <laughs> I want to get rid of you. I keep, you know, but, yeah. but they still do it and they do a fantastic job. And, and uh, yeah, my, my hat's off to them too. Uh, you know, again, some of my clients, I have some of the best clients that they are cops. They're, yeah. you know, they're out there busting their ass, 
you know, risking their lives for their loved ones. And, oh, absolutely. And I respect that. I think that's really cool. But I think police and, and uh, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I think police and teachers should. There's, oh, I agree. <laughs> there's, there's so many things on the scale in life yeah. that are just fucked. And I agree, but you know, and I do think. Uh, I mean, don't get me started on the whole teachers thing. I have a lot of clientele that are teachers as well, and um, I think some of these teachers should be paid way more. And some and of I, them should be let go. And some of them should be let go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I had some teachers. But back then, I mean, again, I'm 43. Right. Back then, a teacher could whoop your ass. Right. And they kick the shit out of you. You know, and you're just like, okay. Like, it was that, you know. You're 43? I'm 43, dude. Damn, That's dude. crazy. I know. I'm good for my age. I don't know about that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah. 43. My youngest is. Uh, uh, it is no. My youngest is uh, eighteen. Just turned eighteen in boot camp. He's nice. in the United States Navy. You were telling me about that. That's awesome. Yeah. That's I'm awesome. super proud of him. Actually, uh, we're leaving next week, so uh, or we're actually going to leave um, very soon to come to see him graduate. So very cool. That's fly out to Great Lakes, Illinois. Nice. And, uh, and uh, go see him, you know. I haven't I haven't seen him for a while, so yeah, I think it's cool. I mean, I think it's cool just just what he's doing. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, I miss that fucker. <laughs> <laughs> and I say it with all love, and right. you know, everybody knows me. That little fucker, you little oh. turd, you marry a little bastard. Uh, no, and so I'm like, he's not a bastard. I'm his father. No, little, um, little, yeah. Damn it, Bobby. Yeah, damn it, Bobby. I'll sell propane and propane accessories. Uh, that's funny. Yeah. No, <laughs> uh, oh, that's you should be proud. That's fucking awesome. That's. I I am extremely proud. Funny story though. Um, he calls me, and you know the phones over there are. I don't know if you know they're so hard to hear. Like yeah. I mean, the government can watch you taking a shit from the satellite way over here. You right. know, like. But the technology get a phone yeah. that sounds clear. I got a flip phone or yeah. something. <laughs> and so. So he's telling me, you know, hey, I got selected for the 900, 900th division, which is pretty much specialized for kids that have, you know, uh, done extracurricular activities during high school. Nice. And so, like, if you were on the dance team, if you were on the, on the uh, cheer team, if you played football, if you were in band, if you were doing stuff like that, you know? So they have you... You know, the drum line, color guard, um, rifles, things like that. Right. So, Evan, you know, he's done a lot of cool shit. And, did, uh, did he do, like, ROTC in high school? No, right. no. He played football all four years. Um, he even, the, after football season, the girls were like, hey, Evan, uh, do you want to join cheer? Right. And just holding these girls up, you know, and Evan's like... Absolutely. Yeah. Right. I would. I, who Absolutely. Yeah. Who, who wouldn't want to participate? want to do that? Yeah. And shenanigans. so, you know, he would sit there. He did so good. He was like, hey, Dad, I learned how to backflip. All right. Right on, you know? Yeah. Um, and so he calls me and he says, hey, Dad, I'm playing in the quads. <laughs> and I said, you're what? You're, he goes, I'm playing in the quads. And I said, okay. Um, sounds like you said you're going to play the quads, like you're playing drums. Evan, you don't play the drums. He right. goes, ah, I know. 
<laughs> and I asked him, I said, okay, well, why do you want to play the quads? You know, why, right. why are you, what got you, I don't understand how this happened. And he said, well, they wanted me to do something else, like the cadence, or they wanted me to do some singing stuff, or whatever, whatnot. Mm-hmm. I just didn't want to do it. So they said they needed a drummer. They needed someone in the drum line to play the quads. And I said, okay, I'll do that. Yeah. And the guy, you know, the, the, I guess his, his, I don't know what you call him, uh, training officer or whatever, you know, he was like, okay, do you play the drums? And he says, no, but right. I could learn. Yeah. And so they liked that answer. They were like, that's cool. That's yeah. a good answer. Good kid. Taking, you know? the, taking the initiative to. Exactly. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, you know, that's, and I've always told them, I've always told all my kids that continued education, man, if you can get certain, and, and if you can get certified or you can get, you know, just something to add to what you, what makes you, you, right. You increase in value exponentially. Like you can just keep learning and move up and do this and do that, you know? And, uh, I've always taught my kids that just never stop learning. Always just continue to learn. And Evan is, just like that he's always learning he always wants to just to to better to himself do, yeah to yeah. better himself and he's very money motivated so that's yeah. that's a good thing too yeah absolutely because he was like well they're gonna pay me more <laughs> yeah and i said okay cool <laughs> then make your money you know there's nothing wrong with being money motivated i, I mean, agree i think unfortunately you know you have to have money to survive and <laughs> you know that's how the world goes around but there's nothing wrong with that that's awesome no it, it was such a funny story to see him and and you could see him now um like they play for all the graduations yeah before their own oh that's cool and so you know i got to see him a couple weeks ago and and uh, or last week and it was cool you know see him in the uniform and he's playing the quads and he's yeah. doing little crossovers and i'm like dude i'm very proud of you man that's so that's so awesome, awesome. so uh, yeah, and talking to him on the phone is cool too because he's like, he's like, hey dad, how's it going? You know, I write him, I write him some letters and everything, and yeah, and I don't like the computer. You know, I don't like to write on the computer. I think handwritten letters just go uh, so much further with oh, absolutely, with how you how you know. And you can look back on that too. I mean, you're gonna read an email in 20 years. Yeah, or got exactly. This handwritten letter from my dad. Yeah, and so you know, I tell him about everything. I told him about the podcast. I told him about yeah. Beyond the Ink, and and he was like, "Hey, dad, that's really really cool." And you yeah. know, good idea. So he'll probably see this episode. And that's awesome. And uh, as a parent, that's what I want my kids to to remember me by. Right. I want my kids to remember me that yes, I was hard. Yes, I was. At times, I was, you know, you fucking hated me. You probably thought, I, you know, dad's a dick, dad's but, this, dad's but that. But it, it was with the best intentions. And Absolutely. That's, and that's what, he knows that, you know, yeah. and if he doesn't, he'll figure it out. So, proud of that. Proud of, I, this is, these are the good years, you know, of yeah. like, this is what you do. You're, you're here for your family. You're here for your kids. You're there for your grandkids. Spoil the shit out of them. Send right. them home. Or... Or do whatever, you know? That's yeah. historically what grandparents, you know, would do. I don't yeah. know how, how were your grandparents? Were, 
Uh, they were good. You know, my uh, my grandparents, um, they were amazing people. They were from California. They lived in Modesto. Oh, okay. And uh, I remember trips going over there. Uh, they had a giant house on a lot of land. And I just, it was like a little kid's dream. You know, they had animals. And yeah. my grandparents, you know, they were very loving and supportive. And they, they were past passed away um, years ago and um, they're just great people and uh, you know my step mom's grandparents I had a little bit of a relationship with them too and they were good people and um, it was it was just a weird situation with them um, my step grandmother actually moved in with us oh, when wow. I was like in my teens and my brother and I uh, helped take care of her. She had Alzheimer's really bad, and uh, they didn't want to put her in like a rest home or anything. So she actually lived with us for many years. And uh, believe it or not, I was actually homeschooled my last three years of high school. Really? Yeah, with my brother. He finished his uh, schooling being homeschooled. Oh wow! So we could kind of take care of her uh, full time. She was she was not a not in good shape. And, um, it was an easy job, huh? Yeah, and uh, she was in a wheelchair and stuff, and and so during that time, I guess like the silver lining is that enabled me to also work for my dad, being a young teenager, and that's kind of in the same field I'm in now. So that kind of opened that whole door. Yeah. Um, and then you know it got to the point where you couldn't help her anymore. She needed like 24/7 care. She was on hospice, and she actually passed away in our house. In your house. Yeah. Oh, and uh, wow. right after that, it was like there was, you know, we, we loved her. She was our grand, she was my stepmom's mom, and but we considered her, her grandma. And uh, yeah. right after she had passed away, like my brother and I, we were done. Like my brother, like within a week, left, like moved out, moved away. Oh, shit. And then I left, and uh, I had a little interaction with my stepmom after that, and then I just stopped talking to like that whole side of our family. And it's been, fuck, it's been eight or nine years since I've spoken to anybody. So it's just funny how shit works out, but I miss my grandparents on my dad's side. They were just, just great people, and uh, I wish I had known them longer. They passed away when I was younger. and. Uh, in fact, I was telling you about that old 1930 uh, Model A that I bought. Oh, yeah. That black car I sent you a yeah. picture of. That was my grandfather's car, and it kind of made its rounds through my family. You know, my aunt owned it, my uncle owned it, and he passed away, and it made its way to my dad, and my dad sold it. And uh, I found it online and ended up buying it again. And it's, it's nice to have that. You know, it's a car. I mean, it's it's... Uh, it doesn't really serve any purpose because it's really old, you know, it's from the thirties, but, but it's badass. Dude. Yeah. It's really cool. And I don't have anything from my childhood. I don't have anything from my grandparents. You know, my stepmom kind of threw everything away and I barely have any photos of me when I was a kid. I mean, yeah. And so to have that like giant piece of family history, like a car, like in finding like the registration in my grandfather's name and the owner's manual that he wrote in and. That's cool. Uh, he, you know, his handwriting is in it, and that was just huge for me. And um, I really had no business business buying like an old car like that, because like, 
I mean, it doesn't really serve any purpose. It, it goes, yeah. you know, 40 miles an hour, and it's a pain in the ass to drive. And <laughs> but um, I just wanted it. I wanted it back in my family in case I had kids. I can give it to my brother. Mm -hmm. You know, he can give it to his son. And uh, at the same time, I kind of did it to like. Where's your back? Good. Yeah, I'm good. I kind of did it to like. Uh, not, not a fuck you to like anybody, but just to say like, you know, hey, like. You know, this is mine now. You know, you've you've taken everything else. Like, this is mine. Fuck off. Yeah. Type situation, unfortunately. But um, it's uh, I don't know. It's just it's funny how shit works out like that. I guess. So you know what? Not to change subject. Sure. I okay. guess let's let's change, change to a, light, a lighter subject. Yeah, let's do aside it. Aside from rough childhood. I know, right? <laughs> um, you ever, did you ever get into watching uh, Downton Abbey? Downton Abbey. I have not actually. What is yeah. that? It's, uh, I'm not really super into watching it. The girl that I'm dating is, like, big into it. It's interesting. It's definitely requires a certain... Je ne sais quoi? <laughs> yeah, okay. to uh, appeal to it. It's... That's <laughs> the it, right context for that, so... It's like a, it's like a new age soap opera, but it's, it's, it's cool. It's, like, set way back in the day, and, uh, it's interesting to watch. It's a Channel 8 thing, so... Okay. Have you watched that um, show Peaky Blinders? I've seen a few episodes. Have you? I haven't really uh, been following it in great length, but uh, it looks cool. Yeah, I kind of want to get into it, but I'm not sure if I want to get into it. If that makes right. sense, because I I get into uh, I don't watch a lot of TV because I'm always traveling or always here and there and everywhere. Right. But when I do watch TV, I'm, yeah, I'm kind of like <laughs> it's porn. <laughs> no. <laughs> when I'm done no uh, it's so it's like uh, what to watch what to watch and and yeah. um, like I was saying earlier um, before we started I started watching Breaking Bad again yeah because they're coming out with that uh, movie the Breaking Bad movie right that's supposed to talk about like what happened after you know Jesse got away and he's driving off ah! you know he's all crazy right. as fuck Brought that real quick. Oh. So, um, yeah, it's it's it's. I'm so curious how they're gonna do that, how they're gonna play it off, and, or how they're gonna, yeah, finish that the story. You know. Did you ever watch the killing? The killing. It was on Amazon. I think they took it off, or not Amazon, uh, Netflix, and now it's on Amazon. I don't know. I'll check it out. Is it good? Yeah, yeah, it's really good. It's a it's a series. Um, I think it's like four seasons, five seasons, but it's really good. It's a your typical like murder CSI. It's just it's not as like corny and um it's uh what's the terminology? Shitty. Shut <laughs> up. It's uh it's well done. It's got good, you know, theatrics and music and it's got oh, a lot okay. of little loops and twists and shit. So nice. It's, it's interesting to watch. Speaking um, of music, if you really are enjoying the <laughs> intro music and the other beats give him a give him a give him a follow that's my buddy john with uh, rogue 66 no it's i'm not getting paid for any of this shit <laughs> just a really good friend of mine fantastic tattooer he's he's really yeah. cool he travels a lot but this guy is like so multifaceted. didn't mean to derail your no 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 yeah yeah your, your story yeah, but it, it's this dude's really really cool and, yeah. and we've known each other for quite some time now but um yeah he created the music that is now going to be the intro 
outro exit, whatever you want to call it, um, right. for Beyond the Ink. And he did it with such, like, it was so quickly done. And I said, hey, can you do this for me? Next thing you know, he's sending me over these beats and stuff. And I was like, oh, I love these. These are, these are cool. Righteous. <laughs> nice. So, That's awesome. Yeah. Have you watched um, Mindhunter? No, I haven't seen it yet. It's on Netflix. Very cool. Creepy as all shit. Yeah. But very cool. I binge watched the hell out of that one too. I watch a lot of movies. I shows like I watch The Office. You know, I put that yeah. on for like background noise, and like The Killing and some other select few. But I don't really get into a lot of, like a lot of series. Yeah, background noise. You know, I I still prefer porn. I mean. That's true. You can't have a bad day if people right. are having the best day of their life. <laughs> Living my best life. Are right. you now? Are you now? No, I'm kidding. It's not. <laughs> it's just one of those things. Put a little porn in the background and make some dinner. And yeah, yeah. Oh, what do you got going on today? Uh, you know. How was your day? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No. It's, it's but, not. It's not what goes on. You're, are you a horror movie buff? Horrors or horror? Horrors. Oh, no. <laughs> Horrors. Um, I actually... Kind of, sort of, you know. Um, I don't mind a, a good old scare or two. Or s- I, I think the suspense, you know, those, um, the video, or videos. <laughs> That's how old I am. Huh. Blockbuster video. Right. Uh, no, the, <laughs> I think the suspenseful ones, the, the true stories, those yeah. things, I think those are cool. Because those will freak you out, you know, it's like yeah. straight now. Um those are potentially true, you know? So. Yeah, I love watching, uh, you remember Dateline on NBC? Yes. I used to watch it all the time, those like real stories of yes. murder, and uh, you always have that guy with uh, white hair, not Tom Brokaw, there was another guy. He would always be like, well, they went on a skiing trip, <laughs> or did they? <laughs> or did they? In yeah. fact, um, bum, bum, bum. Yeah. there's a SNL skit where, um, oh my God, not Fred Armisen. Oh God, who's that other guy? <laughs> he was in Adventureland and uh, Bill Hader. Oh yeah, Bill yeah. Hader dresses up like him and does this. It's hilarious. He's funny. Does this skit about him? I forget that guy's name. Yeah. But. Yeah, what, what, I know what you're talking about, though, like the reality. Yes. So you know, could be true type shit. Do you ever listen to like different podcasts and, you know? Um, I do every now and then. Obviously, I listen to Beyond the Ink. So you're obviously but, Beyond the Ink, you know, share, right, subscribe. Right. <laughs> um, Follow. But there's been a couple of them. Uh, I listen to, oh, God, I forget the name of it. I'm like drawing a blank here. A couple of them on um, Spotify. Mm-hmm. We're on Spotify too. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, uh, I there's one called Up and Vanished. Yeah. Phenomenal. It's really, really good. It's a really good podcast. Up and Vanished, Tenderfoot TV. They go and find, you know, these cold cases, and it's really just this one guy, Payne Lindsay, who was just a regular student, and he was kind of like, well, I think I'm gonna try to. St- solve these cold cases and right. the dude really is solving cold cases like nice. he's just like there's one uh terror Grims- grimstead that one is a crazy case and that's still going on this yeah. case was cold for years and years and years he comes around 
They find the dude's head, dude. Find out the whole town knew about it for like 10 plus years oh, or whatever. Fuck. It's insane. But it's a really entertaining podcast. Yeah. Um, and then there's another one. Uh, it's a YouTube channel, but also a podcast where these guys go missing all the time. So it's like this guy, Rusty something or other. He, he, um, he counts down how many people went missing and how many people, you know, in national parks. Right. So, and it's cool, but he has this voice. Number one. Oh, yeah. He took a walk down outside his campground, only to be gone. Nobody saw him again. And it's always like the same. It's it's similar. I mean, again, really good podcast, but the guy's voice yeah. is what does it. And I just really kind of like, oh, cool. I'm not talking shit. It's a cool voice. Yeah. Um, but it's always like... He walked away from the campsite and never heard back. And then it's like, number five, in the Grand Teton Mountains. <laughs> kind of like number two, but number one, you know, it's like, it's the same shit. The guy right. or girl or whatever was never seen again. Um, it's, it's shitty, but it's yeah. still, it's a good, it's a good podcast. Good mm-hmm. Yeah, that real, like, true story, real life, reality stuff, like Dateline, I mean, that's, it's as shitty as those individual stories are, it's like, it's well done, and, you know, it's nice to see a little closure, and sometimes you don't get that, but... Correct. What always amazed me was, uh, you know, you you watch where, like, there was some guy who murdered a lady, and they're interviewing the grandparents, and you've got, like, Ann Curry or <laughs> Keith Morrison interviewing the people, and... They're like, oh, you know, they this guy killed our daughter and burned her and dis- she disappeared. And just horrific shit, but we forgive him. You know? Yeah. I'm just like... Uh, fuck that. Let me kill this motherfucker. Yeah, it's like maybe my own immaturity, but I was like, what the fuck? Like, fuck that guy. Like, I, I don't know. So, yeah, man. I mean, I imagine you'll probably want to... You'll probably be one of my guests that will be back again. People are going to say, hey man, what happened to Mike Cerruti, man? I want to know. Right. Like, what's going on with his life? What's going on with his life? What's going on with Mike Cerruti, man? I really want to know. I'm going to say, okay, yeah. well, I'll have him back on another episode when we're tattooing something else. Because he said he only wanted one. And right. here we are. I still got to have you do the little SpongeBob on my lower back. So, <laughs> just kidding. We could do that. Every year. I kid, I kid. Jumping out of the out of your butt pack, so yeah. I'm kidding. With the um, SpongeBob laugh, like, eh. <laughs> I can't, do it. I can't do it. I can't either. I, that was a, it was more of a goat than a <laughs> demonic SpongeBob yeah. horns. It's like, yeah. Yeah. come here, Mr. Crab. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. Holy shit! Holy I like shit. I like doing certain voices, but yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's. I've always been told to do voices, and I don't like doing voices. But um, there's one voice that I'm very proud of, and everybody, in, when I tattoo in Dallas, they like when I do it, and it's that voice from uh, um, Gollum from Lord of the Oh, Smeagol? Yes. Smeagol. So you know how he's like always like plotting, and he, right. oh, Precious. Yeah. So the spot on, by the way. The funny thing about that was um I thought what if Spot on what if Smeagol or Gollum was a fucking tattoo artist. Right. Right? 
Dance the blocking girls today. No fancy colors. We don't like the colors. Who wants the colors? I don't want the colors. You know, right. I think that would, it would be funny because, you know, just yeah, it's 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 Gollum. Thank you very much. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, you know, I would <laughs> not to sound perverted, but I would love it to be like a fly on the wall when you brought that voice into the bedroom. <laughs> There's voices that my <laughs> wife hates when I do it, and I do it to be, you know, funny. Right. Because, again, stand-up comedian, whatever. <clears throat> do you? But, you know, the you ever watch Big Mouth uh, yeah. on Netflix? So, you know the hormone monster? Yeah, yeah. Well, the you know the creepy old hormone monster, the old guy? Yeah, uh, with the peg leg Yeah, with the peg leg and the eyeball. Yeah. And so, so I could do that voice, too. And my, my youngest, we were at Kane's, um, you know, the... Raising Cane's chicken place, Raisin phenomenal. And we're in the line. You know, there's always teenagers in that. You know? Right. And so I was like, "You're the mom of the Buddha's kids, And so he's like, "Do the voice again." And I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> you know, and, and he goes, "So the guy's like, it's an amazing day, raising canes." You know, and I said, "Do you guys have the chickens?" And he oh, was like, Jesus. what? And I said, my son's on the chickens and you know what's Because you never understand that guy. Right, right. It even has subtitles. It's fucking hilarious. That's but, awesome. But to do those voices, like, yeah, it's That's not. That's fucking it's, hilarious. It's kind of frowned upon <laughs> in the bedroom, you know? I mean. <laughs> you want to, I, can't, I, I can't even do it. <laughs> you're going down, you're like, my precious. You know, like, right. that's cool, so. Anyway, it's been great. What's you guys, <laughs> I'm going to wrap it up on that one yeah. until next time. So That's awesome. Give a like, a share, a thumbs up, comment down below. Let us know what you think. And again, if you're still here, share it. Talk to everybody about it. Thank you again, Rogue66, my boy Jonatello, and MS, also Money Never Sleeps. Um, tune in next time. We're going to be here again, the 1st and the 15th of every month, and then eventually every Sunday. So, I'm Matt Valdez. Thank you again for, thanks for sitting. Yeah, yeah. And Absolutely. thanks for uh, watching Beyond the Ink. We'll see you guys next time. Good night.